Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Albany Great Danes preview show. We'll let you know what we think. We'll go over last last week's predictions and we'll... Make our predictions for this week. And it should be fantastic and close as always. So, yeah. A couple things quickly to mention. We're going to clean up from last week. We didn't want to go on and on and on and on last week. And there's a lot to go over. We are going to do a coach montage for this episode. Just some, again, just some spillover from last week, basically. And with Coach Babers yesterday uh, during his press conference. So we're going to do yeah. that. I did, however, receive a DM from Cuse Waterboy, our buddy Anthony. And uh, I was, uh, he told me to give him a call to, to talk about our thoughts. And he wanted to respond to what we had said about the fans in the dome. And from his perspective, give us some insight on some stuff being someone that lives in Syracuse. So to your point, Joe, as far as you were talking about, I feel like this is worth mentioning just because. Right. From your perspective, uh, how spontaneous, a spontaneous, you know, game, going to a game spontaneously, I should say, is a thing all over Syracuse. We did it growing up, whatever, when you're a teen or you know, you get your license. No, and it was especially basketball, but yeah. Sure, but it's it still applies. But it's especially basketball. It's fair enough. So what we didn't know really is that, first of all, they're requiring a test or a negative test or vaccination, proof of vaccination from five and over, I believe he said. So five and up. And think about, like, if you want to bring your family there, what, what kind of hoops you got to jump through for that. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, his gripe wasn't so much that, but the university, the dome, whatever, weren't really giving out too much information on how to get that done and the easiest way to do it, I guess. Right. So if they want people there, maybe they should supply a little bit of information or 
do the I think the PCR test. I think that's the one that's the rapid test, whatever. You do those on site. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. But you know, people were he said people were trying to contact him because he's all over social media about it. And right. you know, they just lack the information. So if they want to draw the crowd in, they're gonna have to put a little effort towards it. And in let's be honest, my opinion, not his. <clears throat> Those rules are absurd. Those are absurd rules. So, and go ahead and throw out, by the way, the fear thing. Because if those are the rules, you shouldn't be scared, right? I mean, you shouldn't be worried about it. It seems pretty safe to get in the dome. It's it, it, Everybody in there yeah, should be good, well, when I brought right? that up, I more or less just said it as there's people that have basically gotten to the point where they're they've made a decision that they're not going to be going to events like this concerts, oh, sure. the fair stuff like that. It's not a, that's not a weekend to weekend thing or a game to game thing. That's a, a decision that people have probably already made. That's right. Exactly. As well as a lot of other decisions at this point, people have made that they're probably not going to compromise on. So, I hope to see more fans. I hope it gets easier for them. I hope the criteria to get in is a little bit easier. I think five and up is a little absurd and ridiculous right. to me. I mean, you can look at any stat from any legitimate website and they'll tell you that that is totally and completely wholly unnecessary. So, and I mean, again, too, uh, that really goes to, because I don't even know if you talked to him about that, but who knows what the ticket prices are? I mean, I know that there were some, when I was up there, there were some good season ticket, you know, but I mean, we just did a renovation. Fans haven't been there for like over a year. Uh, inflation and all everything like that. So if you're talking about, you know, a family that wants to go to a game and they got to pay up on top of, well, we got to all go and get this test. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and if you get some, one random kind of, because again, I'm not saying that there's a whole bunch of them out there, you know, there's really no facts to it, but there are some things as a false positive, right? So what if one person in the family gets a false positive? Uh, they're all sitting home. No, they can't. None of them go. So uh, there's a lot that goes into it. I think a lot right now <clears throat> looking at it is it's new, not a lot of information, like uh, like Waterboy said. And on top of that, too, I mean, it is Syracuse football. So, I mean, <laughs> we have struggled, it's, especially. Exactly. You know, Historically but, speaking, so, it's a struggle. Again, yeah. And I know I brought it up because with me, it was more or less like I would get somebody that would hit me up on Saturday. Like, hey, I got a ticket. Hey, I got it right. Like, I didn't have it planned. Right. But most people that are going to the games, especially when it's football and it's every just once a week, usually you have it planned. But when you talk about basketball, sometimes you can have three or four games in a week. And <clears throat> that was really the spontaneous, you know, stuff. And that's really where we're going to see. Hopefully there'll be enough information out there by that time um, to where people know uh, what to do and they're set up better as a university to help people be able to do those walk-up type things because like I, I can't tell you how many times there was a seven o'clock basketball game and me and a buddy decided at five o'clock hey let's go up grab a couple beers tailgate and then go to the game right and because we have thirty thousand plus i mean tickets are almost always available for walk-up really in both sports but again like i said it's more prevalent in basketball more games a week more games in the season so um i just hope they get it uh sorted out by then right and also here we are you know begging for fans begging for fans so i'm talking on both sides of my mouth and i get i get you know thirty thousand fans in there and i and i'm, I'm not complaining but i comment on how i thought it would be more so i mean i'm talking out of both sides of my mouth and i realize that 
my my expectations I guess we're just set a little higher just from being out of the dome for almost two years for a football game. And, yeah. and, and that's all was in a new on. dome. And then, right. 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 But right, I right, think right. sometimes too, I mean, we have to put into perspective too, the fact that like, I mean, we're diehards, right? I mean, we do a podcast, we've done a podcast for how many years and neither of us live in Syracuse. So I think a little of it has to do with just that, that thing in the back, taking of it for head. granted. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that, you know, we would we know that if we were there, you know, we'd be out there tailgating with Waterboy, going to games with people that, you know, we list that listen, you know, drinking tailgating with people that listen. Right? Drinking so, uh, blue light seltzers with James playing cornhole. Right. Or body armors with 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 Waterboy. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, it would be obviously, you know, more conducive to obviously the podcast that we do and our fandom absolutely there's other reasons why we aren't living we're there as well right so i think that there's a little thing with us where it's like oh man if i was there i'd be going and like why can't we get these fans you know so that's i think that comes from a place of just us not living there (laughs) it's just miss it's just missing it and it's the missing out and it's the you know i can't understand why you know, pe- more people aren't there. I could never understand why my yeah, mom, my, my mom want, how... didn't want to go. My mom hated going to games. She'd rather go to Brad's or the Caboose in East Syracuse and watch the game. Watch the game. Right. Y- you know? But think about it with us, right? I mean, we're so busy in our lives. So we sit here and, well, we can't go because, oh, we're in Virginia Beach and we're in Raleigh, right? But, like, what if <laughs> if we were there and our lives were busy as hell, I mean, we'd be going through the same things that a lot of these fans go through is everyday stuff. Absolutely. My, life, my life's busy. Who knows if we'd even been able to go to that game, Sean? Uh, yeah, well, right. And I mean, I've been in Virginia Beach for 20 years. 20 years I've been here. I moved here when I was 22 years old. I didn't have any kids. I didn't have a worry in the world. Did whatever I wanted, when I wanted. Lived in Liverpool, right down the road from the Dome. And, you know things like that. My, my wife did her undergrad there. You get student student tickets for five bucks or whatever it was at the time. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, you go have a good time. And you know what? I didn't go to every game then either. So shame on me. Uh, <laughs> and anything you want to wrap up, Joe, uh, heading in, into the Albany game, I'm going to, we're going to do the coach montage. Maybe you can wrap it up then, but I just want to ask if you had anything to add before we did that. Before you do that, before you do that. All right, real quick, let's talk about the Spotify Green Room. All right, go there. Go to the iOS or Android store, download the Spotify Green Room app, sign up with a username, an email address, and a password. Follow us at Cuse Militia or at Sean Space Cuse Militia. And what you can do is sign up for notifications. I hear through the grapevine a little bit that some people are not getting the notifications. But you got to sign up and try it first before you complain about it. So go there, sign up, follow us. Maybe we'll follow you. You don't, you don't have to just follow us. There's plenty of people to follow, plenty of topics to indulge in. And also, you can do your own thing there. So you can go live and have people chime in in your green room. You can get in there and talk. You can type. You don't have to request to speak, but you can request to speak. We can bring you on live during fan feedback. Every Sunday for the football season. And it'll usually happen around 8 o'clock Eastern. Is usually when fan feedback gets hit up on Sunday. So almost like clockwork. So uh, go there. iOS or Android store. Download the app. Sign up. It's free. 
All you need is a username, an email address, and a password, and follow us. Don't you? Wanna? Of course you do. Okay. D- your thoughts. Did you? Did you did, <laughs> sorry. I realized how long no, we were good. going here, and I, I had to get that in and get it over with. No, so go no ahead. you're good. I, I, I think, and I was thinking about it today. Um, I saw, well, news. Ben LeBros is. Oh, yeah, he's uh, gone. Decided to leave the program. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just started thinking about really, especially after these last two years and with all this uh, transfer portal stuff and everything, um, you know, these generation of college football players, everything like that. Uh, it's just I, I think for us, it's going to be tough, I feel like, in the beginning of the, the year for seasons to come. And I'm not saying that for one way or another, but just there's a lot of players that just they want to start or they want to leave. And. Um, that's not something that this coach really guarantees. It's all about playing on the field and everything like that. So I still think as bad as it sounds, you know, through two games, we're still trying to figure out, obviously we know the quarterback situation, but even in other positions, right. We're still trying to figure out, um, you know, are the older who wants guys to stay, who wants to leave and who wants to leave? Are the older guys going to be able to step? Cause obviously, I mean, even looking at the receivers, we know we have young receivers that are a little bit bigger and I'm not saying they're better, but I mean, Sherrod Johnson and Queeley being out there. Like I said, Queeley had a decent year last year. I know he can block, and he's been out there. But, I mean, Sherrod Johnson, senior and everything like that, this is his year to kind of prove some things. And, um, you know, they, he kind of gives his trust and loyalty to the people that have been there um, and kind of work through it. They know the system and everything like that. Um, but at some point we're going to, I mean, there's going to be times in the season where he's going to have to go to certain people, you know? And I think that was a situation with Ben LeBros. He was named the starter. And so far in both games, I think that Jason Simmons has out um, played him as far as plays That's and stuff a, like that. Uh, New so Mexico like, state transfer or what? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know if it's, you know, he had an issue with the coach or, you know, he thought he should start, you know, saw the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to start anymore, but, um, you know, you see these things and it just hurts because it's like, come on, you know, and, you know, you wonder if that's the situation with Schrader and DeVito and you never know what's going on, but, you know, conversations behind closed doors and everything. So, um, but, you know, based up, I don't know, it's, well, we'll, we'll get into that and that's in the mind. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, but, uh, one of the things that I did notice that I don't think we talked about was, um, you know, McKinnon and Williams is back, but I didn't see Kingsley Jonathan out there. Um, and uh, so that's one guy. Um, Okachekwu, I think his name is. Uh, I I might have butchered that, but yeah, either way, he, close. he came in and, and he's been playing really well this year. Uh, I like the progress uh, with him. Um, and obviously, you, you can't really complain with how the defense um, really played. So hopefully, those guys can get better. Garrett Williams and, and Kingsley Jonathan and those guys can get better. Um, and in time for the Liberty game, whether they play this week or not, but. Yeah, I just it just when you go back and look at it, it's just it's it's one of those things where we could have won. And I saw that you actually posted the whole the first fumble, the Tosh Harris, and you finally saw what I was talking about. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I went and found a video and I just screenshotted the moment his knee hit the ground. And I mean, he's clearly has the ball. It was a bad, bad, bad call. And, right. uh, you know. It's yep. unfortunate, but you can't get you can't let the refs beat you either. You gotta do enough to where that can't affect your game, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. but the way they were moving the ball there. Um, oh, it was a momentum killer for sure. There was a bunch of momentum killers yeah. that led to well, that was know, a big not one. only us not scoring, but the other team scoring. That, so that's why it was tough. That was inside the 10-yard line, that fumble, too. So, I mean. Yep. Like was right a, at the five, yeah. Yeah. So. so, All right. Well, real quick, let's take a listen to what Coach had to say Monday in his Albany pregame presser. I think when it comes down to the quarterback position, a lot of times things are, uh, you know, they get too much of the credit and they get too much of the blame. But I definitely think that we still want to see both of those guys. We're, we're looking to score points. Points is the thing that we need to get done. And until we're totally 100% sure on who it is, we need to keep letting them compete. If you have two quarterbacks and you don't know which one you're going to play, how do you decide when you're going to play and who you're not going to play? Okay, so what we did, we decided we were going to play him in the second quarter, no matter what. The previous game, we went by field, and then we got him late, and we didn't get an opportunity to see. We want to see him out on the field. To do that, you have to make a commitment to do that. What's, what's the prognosis for, for Garrett? Uh, I haven't had a chance to see him since the game. I'm sure he'll be okay. Garrett's one of those guys that's extremely tough. He, he really is. He is... He, he has an old-school mentality about him, and he is all team first. If he can go, he'll go. So uh, I expect him out there, and that's, that's a truthful answer. Not a, not a long-term deal here. I don't think so. I think he's very, very close, and we'll be exciting to see what he can do this week. Albany struggles to score points. Yes. Okay. What is the defense mentality going into that game? Well, based off of what their meeting looked like the other day, they're gonna—they don't care who they're playing. You know, they—they have a standard, and they're not going to lower their standard for anybody. So it'll be—it'll be interesting to see how they do, because they seem like they're truly committed on that statement. You know, what do you think? My biggest thing is I want somebody to win it on the field. Okay, quarterbacks, you can practice. They don't get hit. They don't get touched. Okay, and if I made them live in practice and they got hurt, boy, there'd be a lot of cameras in here. You know what I mean? So you've got to put them on the field, and you've got to let them do it on the field, and they need to win it on the field. You know, what they say in Gladiator, Maximus, win the crowd, win your freedom. Okay, they need to win it on the field. Take the community, take the team, win it on the field, remove all doubt. Don't leave the decision up to me, because eventually I will make the decision. So they need to get it done. So. Uh, are you worried that if you don't play Garrett, you would you know, theoretically consider leaving? You know what I mean? When you bring someone in in today's day and age of guys being able to move, is that a part? If you're if you're if you're considered, it has nothing to do with people leaving. You you have to play the best guy. If you don't play the best guy, the team gets mad. So you play the best guy, and then if you're not the best guy, and it has nothing to do with quarterbacks. You can be a tailback, you can be a linebacker, you can be a DB. If you're not the starter and you, and you feel like you can go play somewhere else with the transfer portal and the way rules have been changed, you can leave and take your opportunity somewhere else. We don't want you to leave. We think you should stay here and work and, and work for it. But if you want to go somewhere where you're guaranteed a starter somewhere, then you have the option to do that. All right, Joe, let's start with Garrett Williams and Dakota Davis. 
Obviously, we didn't hear anything there about Kingsley Jonathan. Um, but, um, you know, Stephen Bailey's pretty he, – he, he's an injury hawk. So, yep. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a, just a good sign for what's going on with Kingsley Jonathan or not. But, uh, like you said, I don't remember seeing him either. Plus, he didn't hit the stat sheet. So, uh, it sounds – promising for both players and usually if you sense positivity that's a good thing because if it's bad all you sense is a the wall you get the wall and you get Mm -hmm. the and you get the vagary so both of those going into the albany game sound good now do we wait another week just because it's albany i don't know maybe I, i mean well i'm just saying it just depends on what it is right so what i'm saying is is it's a good sign, regardless. Yeah, I mean, if, if, it's, if it's, it's Albany or Liberty, right? Knowing Dino, um, especially with his pressers and stuff like that, he doesn't box himself in corners. He doesn't answer the right or the wrong. You know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't answer the wrong questions. So, um, well, that's arguable. Uh, well, the, at the end oh, of the day, <laughs> like I said, um, it's it's Albany number one. He never really shows his hand, so he's not going to, you know, come out and say that they're not going to play, number one. Um, and then number two, the, you know, the players, they listen to this stuff, too. Very easily accessible on social media. So, uh, yeah, YouTube, you, you know, in the, and on a Monday, you're not going to come out and talk about, yeah, we're probably going to sit Garrett. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to say that kind of stuff. So he said the right things. And at the end of the day, uh you know, like he always says, he's not a doctor. He's going to leave it up to the medical staff. And um, I see a situation where if Dakota Davis can go, this would be the perfect team for him to go get in there, get reps, maybe not start, but maybe play the second half, something like that, or just get a little bit in and then get him out of there um, just because he hasn't seen any reps, like live game reps. Uh, as far as Garrett Williams goes, I mean, I think it would be really stupid to, um, to I mean, I don't know his injury. But any type of little easy thing that doesn't require surgery or isn't like weeks or months, like those are just tweaks away from being that. So, um, and you, you know, sometimes you see players, I think, you know, we saw Trill Williams last year do that where he, you know, kind of played, he even played that one game where his dad didn't want him to. Yeah. And he went in there and he retweaked his shoulder, retweaked it. You know, if you don't give those things time, even if it's just a week and a half or two, you know, take advantage of that, let it get healthy, then uh, um, it just you just re-injure it. And then you could re-injure it even worse to where you're out for longer like Trill did. And he just said, all right, well, I'm just going to sit. I mean, Garrett Williams, um, I mean, he could do that same exact thing if he ends up getting this injury where it's like nagging and, you know, or it gets worse, then he might just say, I'm just going to sit out the rest of the year, get ready for the drafts. Right. Um, I want to. So I don't want to put myself at a disadvantage and. A, right. You know, I, so you're you're not going to come out and oppose an oppressor and say that he's not playing, you know, and he said good things about him. Um, and. Yeah, he's he's going to say that, but when it comes down to it, it's Albany, uh, it's a D1 double A opponent. And um, I mean, I thought our corners, they held our own. And I think that we should be able to maybe play a couple younger corners. I mean, I know Deuce Chestnut's young and he's starting on the other end, but, you know, the other guys behind him, Cole, you know, Adrian Cole in uh none and neil nunn some some of those guys so i really don't expect garrett williams and if i was the coach i would make sure that he's 100 percent, or not 100 percent, but 
if it was me and I knew he wasn't a hundred percent, then you'd be sitting and getting ready for Liberty. Okay. But Dakota Davis, you got to kind of give, I mean, a couple of reps here and there. Cause he hasn't really, That's, unless he can't go. Right. Right. I mean, if he can go plug him in period, it'd yeah, be a good well game for him to, to get acclimated, get some reps. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the whole quarterback thing, which this is, this is going to be a thing post game heading into games, post game heading into games, as long as it is a mystery, it is going to be the biggest topic surrounding this team and this coach and these players. So he still wants to see both guys. He's, he wants to be a hundred percent sure. He's not a hundred percent sure. Um, you know, you, they talked a little bit about. Um, winning on the field and removing all doubt. We've heard this from the beginning, right? Black or white. So uh-huh. I don't have much commentary on this other than what we talked about, and I'll reiterate, and then I'm done. But I want to see Garrett Schrader get the start against Albany because if they start to veto, it, in my opinion, if he wants to see both guys on the field, I mean, Garrett Schrader's played four series. I mean, Three. one – well, four altogether, right? And one was garbage time, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. So um, four series altogether in two games. And if he wants to see what he can do to remove all doubt, well, we've got to give him more reps. And Albany's going to be the place to do it, or the, the, yep. the game to do it at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, there's a question presented by Stephen Bailey about Garrett leaving, you know, and playing the best guy and stuff like that. So... This is what reporters do, I guess. You know, they put that that speculation out there. Like I said, like I said, coming into the season in general, I would feel bad if either one of these guys left. Um, Garrett, obviously, going getting here through the transfer portal, and then if he decided to leave, that would be seem like a waste. I'd feel bad for that. And obviously, Tommy DeVito, he's been here what is his fifth year. And if something happened there, which I don't see it happening, but if something did happen, obviously I would feel terrible there too. So it's just a weird situation. I want it to be over. I think things like this don't help the team. I don't think they help the players, and I don't think it helps the coaches either. I mean, the the whole thing is a mess and it needs to get figured out. Bottom line, in my opinion. So yeah, no, we have to figure it out before ACC play. That's for sure. Um, and the problem is, is that sometimes you really can't figure it out. Against the D1AA school. All you can really do is just get reps. Um, so, again, we've seen what DeVito could do. Uh, and I listened to the Lockdown you know, podcast. They talked about this. One of the guys, he's still kind of up in the air with Schrader, still wants to see what he can do. The other guy is completely – he doesn't understand. Like, he, he doesn't see it. He doesn't like uh, Schrader's throwing motion. And um, I, mean, I just don't know. Have we, we haven't I mean, even hardly seen any throwing motions. Well, yeah, he's got a little hitch in there. Like, it's a little, but again, you remember Philip Rivers, you remember stuff like sometimes messing with people's natural way that they've thrown for the rest of their whole life. Like, you know, sometimes messes with it even more and really doesn't help. It hurts more. So, um, I saw on that last drive going and again, it's tough because it was going against prevent, but the throw that he had to the sideline against Gerard Johnson, there was somebody there. They were they weren't trying to stop him from getting to the sideline, you know. Um, the throw he had to Taj Harris when he was rolling out to the right, um, just the way that he ran that one ball. I know that if he played a full game, then he would be able to actually help with the running game. Um, so I mean, he's no Derek again, Carr. We saw what Derek Carr did last night. It was truly oh, amazing. So, but 
but at the end of the day, he still hasn't gone into neither of them have gone and taken the job. And you can tell, I think. Well, has, hold I look, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Has Garrett Trader had a legitimate opportunity to show to go out there and take the job, though? That's no. my point. No, he hasn't. That's my point. But there's he, a reason for that. And that's I think the one thing is, is that because DeVito does know the offense and does know that stuff, you wonder if it's just. He's kind of holding on, waiting for Schrader to for the, for the light bulb to come on, so to speak. You know, we don't see what practice is. I understand. But at the that. end of the day, we do understand that there's something that Bayer sees in him. Obviously, that is, not, that is not allowing him to say, "Okay, Tommy's the starter." Right? Okay, fair enough. Okay, but he's still hanging on to it at this point, and he's still talking the way he was talking in the beginning of the year. And so it's time to, and I don't like to toss a ton of. Um, criticism at coaches, but it's time to like, do it. Just let's just do it. Stop talking about it. We're two games in. We're going into the third. We got a, a tough game against Liberty. Like let's do let's do this. Wait, make a decision. It's time. Let the dude. I mean, I f- think that's a sink or swim, right? Yes. I mean, that's, yes. Let's do it. That's really what it is. Throw him yes. out in Albany. Let's see what happens. If he looks outstanding and we blow him out, which probably both quarterbacks could do, but if he does, then maybe that gives you the confidence to say okay well then maybe we start Garrett against Gil, uh, Liberty see what he really has and give him a half and if he just stinks the place up oh then, then we'll all comes. know and we'll stop talking about it and we'll know exactly that's the point yes. because the problem is is that again listening to the lockdown podcast they had a problem with the way that he did that because a lot of times when you have things scripted like okay Tommy's gonna do first quarter you're gonna do second quarter well you know, there's some people that thought that Tommy was playing pretty good in the first quarter. I mean, and I felt like he was, he was in a rhythm, but the score was zero zero. Zero zero, but we had that fumble and obviously there was the you know, there's a defensive um, you know, matchup. But uh By the way, to be fair, coach did say he was asked, Does it take quarterbacks out of the rhythm when you trade them in and out like this during a game? And he was like, Yeah, of course. So Well, yeah. And that's and then again, too, that's the one thing is is that when you look at a fan not looking at it the coaching way because the coach is trying to figure out how am I going to salvage this season? Who's going to be the best guy to keep my job, right? They're not looking at like to what Stephen Bailey said. Are you worried about Garrett leaving? No, he's not worried about Garrett leaving. He's worried about doing the best he can so he can keep his job this year, right? So he's not worried about that. You're not going to start a guy who's not going to give you – you're going to start a guy and you're going to lose and then get fired? Like, no. So, I mean, that's the mentality of it. But the mentality of the fan is, okay, DeVito was in a rhythm. Right. Some people thought he was in a rhythm. They took him out. They brought Schrader in. I thought now, he was Schrader. managing the game. He was comfortable. He wasn't making mistakes. Right. Like, Schra- but but then you look at it as, again, as just a basic fan. Okay, now you're bringing Schrader. Okay, these first two, uh, two drives sucked. Right? And yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah, he yeah. puts that drive together at the end of the half, and you're like, oh, okay, he's starting to get something. He's starting to see something. He's starting to get in a rhythm. Right. So now <laughs> you go to halftime. Start of the third quarter, here comes Tommy. And now Tommy is completely out of his rhythm that he had in the first quarter, and you didn't take advantage of the rhythm that Schrader had at the end of the second quarter to go into the third quarter. So then you end up with this second-half shit show. And, again, that's kind of alluding to, you know, that's what the guys on lockdown were talking about. Um, That was the conversation. And... um, that was, I'm sure, a conversation of a lot of fans. 
wondering why. I told you my buddy Sabo, he hit me up at halftime. He was like, why did they pull DeVito? Uh, he was sitting with a bunch of DeVito f- family members, and they were asking. They are like, what's going on? So but usually everybody the game, he can't get the news. So he texts me to tell to, you know, because you know, the announcers are talking about it. So I get to give him the information that he can't hear, obviously at a live game. So, um, that whole thing, I didn't think they didn't leave a good taste in, in, in the, um, the fans mouths for sure. So like you said, I think this is the perfect timing for exactly the situation that we spoke. You just got to, Give it to Schrader because who knows? You know, maybe Schrader can't do it against Albany, and you got to bring in Devito, and now you know, right? Or if Schrader tears him up, like we said, okay, start Schrader. But you're like Schrader is still in a conversation for a reason, and we're, we have yet to see this reason. Because I and, think the the skills, I think Coach thinks the skill set is there. I think Coach thinks of what a lot of us think or speculate, and he just doesn't know. He's not a hundred percent confident in him in the system and Tommy is his security blanket as far as the system goes. He just he just, just has tells more me trust. He, that just tells me he thinks he knows what DeVito's ceiling is and he thinks the ceiling for Schrader is higher. It's just it's just learning the system. Right now well right now the floor for DeVito might be might be higher than Schrader's. So and like you said, learning the system. So I mean, if Schrader plays against Albany, he kills it, yeah. But, I mean, there might be a situation where he could maybe manage a game or make worse mistakes just because he's not ready or he doesn't know the playbook. So um, we don't know behind closed doors. All we know is that he's got something that's still keeping him in the conversation considering that he's only had four drives and has put up zero points. Right. True. I just – let's do it. I hope we only have to talk about this maybe one more time after the Albany game. It would would do nothing – Nothing for the fan base and nothing for the coaching staff or anybody to put DeVito in there and watch him light up Albany like we know <laughs> no that he kidding. can do. I would be so pissed. It would make zero sense. Magnesia, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, We're Joe. We're going to see something different, I'm sure. All right, Joe. As I was saying, Syracuse is going to face Albany. This game will be a noon game in the Dome. And I do not have the television in front of me, but I believe it is on the ACC network, which just totally sucked. Thank God it's the first game this week, I suppose. Oh, because oh, we had to sit there and watch the end of Illinois, Virginia. Debacle. Which was a freak 42 to 14. And we, I mean, yeah. what a joke in the last that five was. Minutes took 20. Come like, on. Throwing penalties still. It's like, yeah, come on. We're still trying to what score. And I'm like, dude. You got to do better ACC network. Like, oh my gosh. The damn channel. Not everyone has ACC network extra. And if this is how you're going to so, try to coerce us to get it, well then it ain't going to work. So listen, ACC network extra. I, I got to be honest. Maybe I'm just ignorant. I don't know what the hell that is. I just go to the ESPN plus app. That's an extra $10 charge. It's five. Yeah, well, it's five. But listen, oh. I don't get ACC network extra either. Or maybe I can buy it, but I can't, I couldn't find it. So but is it, it is on ESPN plus. Yes. Yes. And so the, but here's the kicker with that. I tried and tried and tried every time I clicked on this game, as I'm watching time tick off the clock in the play by play, it's telling me, Oh, this game is not ready to start yet. It starts at two. Well, it's two twenty. So yeah. why won't this game play? Then it then watch. it plays. I finally get it to play on the ESPN Plus app, and I'm watching on my phone, and I'm finally calmed down. I'm finally calm, and I'm finally content. I'm watching the game. Come on, ESPN. And then it freaking You're an affiliate then, of ACC Network. No like, you guys got enough money. Clean it up. Oh my! Clean the whole thing up. 
And so I finally get it on my phone and I'm content. And then, you know, I, I go back outside and, and, and the game's ended. So spent that whole time trying to get it on my phone. It's so, it was so dumb. It's so infuriating. And, um, you know, it scared the dogs and everything. That's how pissed off I was. <laughs> so, uh, look, not a ton of stuff out there about University of Albany down the road in state, you know, competition. I wouldn't call it a rivalry, but obviously uh, this would be cool. If, no, absolutely not. But it is an in-state competition, and obviously uh, with Albany coming into the Dome, that's got to be pretty cool for them. You know, to see what they can do against against a D1 school in Syracuse. So a couple of things. They did have a fall season, air fingers quote, uh, that, or excuse me, a spring season, air fingers quote, that was basically a pickup from last year. Correct, Joe? I have that right, right? So Yes. So they played a few games. They ended up actually opting out of some of those games towards the end because their quarterback under Cuffler, which is a cool ass name. Uh, he was, <laughs> he was injured and they had a couple other injuries, I think. And they just decided, you know what? We've got to get ready for fall ball and we have to get rested up. So I didn't know that the spring football season was a thing and uh, shame on me because I would have watched it, you know, Be, just, yeah, no, because, that was when D1AA did their season. Yes. So, anyways, you, I mentioned uh, under Cuffler. He's the redshirt sophomore quarterback. And he's, you know, he seems pretty decent. He had in last uh, last game 20 completions, 36 attempts, 51 yard long, and one touchdown. Uh, he's got two interceptions on the year. The Great Danes are 0-2. They got beat by, what was it, North Dakota State and... Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island. And they they lost both of those games. The last game they played Rhode Island was at home. They lost that. They actually lost it on like a uh, a field goal or botched field goal or something. So um, there's a couple guys on defense. There's two redshirt freshmen. A linebacker, Jackson Ambush. He's got 18 total tackles, eight solo in two games. And then redshirt freshman, Jared Verse. He's defensive lineman. Um, he's got 10 total, six, six solo in a sack and, um, a fumble, a forced fumble. So a couple of young guys in there mixing it up, but under Cuffler, I mean, he's, you know, he's their guy, Carl Mofor. He's there. He's supposed to be this like very exciting running back, but so far this year, he's got 2.9 yards of carry on 37 attempts for a total of 97 yards. And he was he he was named two, 2021 CAA preseason All Conference, and in stats FCS preseason All American second team. He also was named to the 2021 Walter Payton Award watch list. So he's got some talent. He's just struggled so far this year, and I you know I couldn't find anything on him what it could have been or what it any speculation on it, but. Um, you know, he's their bell cow in, in behind the quarterback. So, Joe, it's tough to put this team into perspective, but they're 0-2 in D1AA play, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not trying to poo-poo this team, but, I mean, you know, we're, we're getting a gimme here. We're getting a scrimmage, okay? And uh, Syracuse better make the most of it. They want to try some things or whatever they want to do. Uh, but... 
I don't. I just don't see this as being legitimate competition. I'm sorry, I don't. No, and it really shouldn't be. If it does, then we're really <laughs> we're gonna have problems the rest of the season. <laughs> Could uh, you imagine the fans after that? Oh God! Oh, yeah, man. no. I mean, you're talking about a team that scored what 20 points in two games. Um, I think they had. What first game against North Dakota State they had 205 total yards, um, and against Rhode Island they had 215 total yards. Uh, they got 14 penalties uh, in two games. Uh, quarterback's been sacked eight times, and again you talked about the running back who's a good running back, which means it just tells me how bad their line is. Um, they do have um, a decent receiver. Uh, he's caught seven balls for. I think what 148 yards and a touchdown Roy Alexander but uh, I mean under Cuffler he's he's averaging pretty much 175 yards passing with the touchdown and an interception and four sacks every game and this is against uh, D1 AA um, so and you heard in the coach montage that there was a reporter that did you know mention that Albany kind of struggles to score and again well they, they better score really struggle in, right so um, they barely broke 200 against D1AA schools, so really I'm not worried about their offense whatsoever. Uh, their offensive line obviously doesn't look good if they got a guy that's, you know, preseason first team and he's only averaging not even going two and a half yards uh, carry, 2.6, something like that. So uh, I don't really see or foresee their offense putting up a lot of points. Uh, I will kind of give kudos because North, North Dakota State is perennially like in decent the – well, the D one AA like national championship right. hunt, so to speak, right? I mean, right. they have quarterbacks. They have quarterbacks in they're, the NFL. They're ranked fourteenth, I mean, right? Uh, um, right. I mean, in but D1 that's AA. like a D one AA powerhouse. Carson right. Wentz went there. Trey Lance uh, just got drafted uh, to San Francisco. Um, so, I mean, they put guys in the NFL at a D one AA level, and they've won multiple uh, national championships there. So, to hold them to twenty eight to six, and then Rhode Island sixteen to fourteen, it does tell me it looks like their defense uh, is a little bit more legit. Now, North Carolina, North Dakota State did put up like three eighty seven on offense. But that does look like the strength of their team. Um, so if there is something, you know, it's it's looking out to see what our offense does against this defense. Um, but I don't think, I mean, there's not a way that they're going to eventually slow us down. Even if they play up and they play out of their minds and keep it close, uh, second, second half, you know, third quarter and fourth quarter are uh, – our size and just the D one, you know, power five type thing is it's going to, I mean, unless we literally, I mean, just stink it up. I'm talking multiple penalties, turnovers, giving their defenses, touchdowns, stuff like that. Cause their offense, I mean, I would be surprised if their offense scored more than 20 points against this defense. If they do, it's because they're going against our second or third string at the end of the game because we're killing them by that much. Right. And I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> our defense should have a field day. Uh, first of all, we should. They they should yeah. get third, they, third downs. I think they're like five for like twenty eight or something for the season. Like it's. Uh, yeah, I had I mean, some of just, that on here. I had some of that on here. Um, there is a DB. Just, did you ever? Did you watch good. the last condensed game or anything, or did you just? Uh, was, well, I couldn't find it. Okay, yeah, because it's not, really hard to find. One. I mean, they. You know, we're talking about not even putting their pictures 
uh, next yeah, to their stat line on ESPN. The stats on ESPN. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know if I want to watch a condensed game of a 16-14 Rhode Island and all. <laughs> so they're the only time they put it's defenses five minutes long. The only time they put defensive stats on ESPN is when they play a D1 school. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's nothing there yep. for the defense. So what I had to do is look at both box scores and just see kind of what it looked like for the defense, which was difficult in itself and read their, their literature out of the right. U Albany website. So, uh, I'm just saying I wouldn't want to be Albany this week. I'm sure the college. No, hell you know, no. This should be a SUNY, SUNY Albany. Like that's great. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get paid great for this, but I would not want to be on the back end of this game. I, uh, Especially, yeah. you know, knowing what's going on with, you know, the, the conversations and the meetings and, you know, that the, all those players in that locker room, all the coaches, they know that they should be 2-0. Um, and it's mostly their fault that they're not. So, yeah, good luck, Albany. Yeah, seriously. You know, there's never a time where I feel bad for a team. And Syracuse needs to put out an old-fashioned ass-whooping and just take him out behind the woodshed and beat the snot out of him. And yeah. uh, a little bit of a confidence booster and, you know, something along those lines is exactly, I think, what Syracuse needs. Yeah, this isn't going to be uh, Syracuse Villanova barn burner like we saw, what, like five, six, whatever, how many years ago. Um, this is going to be that kind of exactly what you just said. And, uh, you know, I hope that, the fans, they show up, but they don't really need to. But again, you know, for the support and everything, well, I just you... think we got to go out there and just do what we know we need to do to get the fans excited. Yeah, I think so too. And hopefully, hopefully get the players excited and get that confidence. That's back. what I was going to say. The fans, it doesn't take much for the fans to be excited. It doesn't take much for the fans to not be excited as well. That's a fan. So, mm-hmm. so well, I mean, and that's it, that's where I liked where Dino's what Dino was in this presser because you heard him say like you got to win their confidence, you got to win their trust. Like right. when he brought up the whole thing about Maximus, is you go out there and you win the crowd, right? Like you got to win the crowd. So um, it's not. I'm not going to say it's not easy, but it's it's also it's kind of it's right there in front of you. You know, you can't be mad at one aspect or disappointed at one aspect. Um, if you're not doing your part too. So I'm glad that he's putting that on, on the team and the coaches and everything. And again, like you could tell that he was uh, very, very upset in his presser after the game of Rutgers. And that he's very, I mean, even for a week in Albany, when you heard him say like, we got to handle what we got to handle here. And then we'll worry about Albany. Like, yeah, that's his, that's where he's at right. mentality wise. So that's why I said, I feel bad for Albany. Um, yeah, the defense this, is chomping at the bit to get it Albany. But this is where no we got to figure it out. And hopefully after this this week, then we'll be able to make a move at the quarterback situation and really figure figure out what's what. Well, because definitely. I think right now, I feel like the team is split. Even the players are probably split on who they think is the better quarterback and has a better chance of making them win. I would love to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. in that locker room just to buzz around and Hear what the hell everybody's or, or, saying or about conversations the... outside of the locker room. Yeah, like players uh, with like-minded. Uh, but I, yeah. I think we're going to have a clearer picture after this game. Now, albeit should be an ass whooping, but you know, I think we'll have a clearer picture. I think we see both quarterbacks. I'm going to see, and we're going to see what they can do. And 
Uh, definitely, though, I hate to say it, but definitely after after Liberty, I think we're going to know what's going on. And I think I know which way this is headed. And, you have to. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm not uh, saying you have to know. I'm just saying you have to have no, it No, you have to have it done. Liberty sure. going into conference get, play. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Joe. So last week, uh, I you picked... You kicked my butt. Yes, I did. I picked Rutgers 20 to... Um, or, excuse me, Q's 20 to Rutgers 14. And you had Q's 31 to Rutgers 27. Uh, so obviously, I'm going to take that one. We are for the <laughs> I knew season. I you were going to win at halftime. I did too. Uh, <laughs> we are one and one on the season for that. So I went first last time, Joe. It is your turn to give me no, your prediction. No, no, you didn't go first. Yes, I did. Time. Yes, I did. Mm, I'm pretty sure I, this is the same thing you pulled last week when you said is I it? went first last, the first week. Is it? You go first this week. I'm going to go first this week, okay? But you're going first next week. All right? Yeah, We're clear on that. Goes. Can you it's, remember yeah. that? I know it's back and forth. I mean, you can go back and listen to the podcast. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the last two because I feel like I went first both times. But well, I'm here sorry we are. that you feel like a victim right now. But I'm going to go again. I mean, you know, that's the mentality. It's okay. okay. I learned sorry, it from watching like... TV um, and listening to the news. Um, <laughs> so... I'll be <laughs> at Syracuse. I am going to go. I am going to go. I'm going to go. Obviously, I'm going to go Cuse for the win. And um, I'm going to say 38-10. Mm. Cuse. Okay. This is where you go. Now you, now you, now you really do have to go because I went. So, oh, by the way, uh, I'll stall for Joe. There was no fans that that hit the exact score, so no shoutouts given. Sorry, actually, I'm not sorry. It's, it's your fault, not my fault. Go right, show with go. your Goonies, with your Goonies shirt on, you goon. Hey, Goonies forever. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. I'm going to go 48-13. Okay. All right. This is it could be, be worse. This, I, I, I agree. I, I just to go lower than you, but... Uh, See, the for, so everybody knows, because I'm trying to... I'm trying not to go too high or low. I'm trying to go kind of in the... Almost in the middle of what I predict my lowest score and my high score would be. Because it's a difference in both scores added up, and then if you get the win minus five, so you're not even trying score to wins. guess the score. You're just trying to. I'm win. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to get the closest to the score. That's what I'm trying to do. You know how hard it is to nail a score. So yeah, you have to have is. you have to have it's 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 mostly all luck, mostly all luck. Yeah. Which mostly all luck that translates to like ninety three percent luck. You're guessing it's like seven percent. Dude, it's seven percent skill level to this. You're guessing game flow. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. How many of those yes. forty-eight points does is Garrett Schrader behind? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I feel like we're just gonna run all over him anyway. So it could be the Sean Tucker show. I say Garrett Schrader gets. I say he gets one throw and two running. Really responsible yeah. for three total. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. 
All right. Anything uh, else, Joe? Anything else, Joe? So much for a half hour podcast. Yeah. Just say hey, stay positive, people. And uh, hopefully yeah. we got to see the moves that we need to help for uh, for the future here. Because, again, Tommy going in and throwing five touchdowns for over 250 isn't really going to help. By the way, real quick, too. The frustration that we have not seen, in my opinion, from Dino Babers, I think shows a level of angst and um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Joe? Help me out. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a level. I don't know if I'd cause desperation ran through my head, but I'm not sure if that's it. It's just like the, the he's level not there of, yet, but he's heading there. Yeah. He's headed down <laughs> he's desperation road. Desperation, yes. Right. And, and it, yes. And he's when t- you're desperate. Sometimes you, I mean, you make, you make this decisions outside of your normal self and which I'm waiting just, for, by the way, because I right, haven't well, s- let's just hope that it's the right one and not the wrong one, because sometimes you sit too long on the wrong decision and sometimes you make the wrong ones. Right. So I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see. Obviously it's going to be an easily different tone. I think after the Albany game and then it's real, then it gets real. There's Liberty's no slouch. And from there it's ACC play. And it gets real. And by the way, opening up ACC play against Florida State at Florida State in Tallahassee. Uh, hello. <laughs> no, they just lost to Jacksonville State. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That that yeah, I understand that. I know. Um, but I don't know Maybe how Notre much Dame's water that I watched Dame. what 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 they did against Notre Dame. And Maybe Notre Dame's not good. I mean, that's a possibility. It's all a possibility. Notre Dame almost just lost. I know. Almost lost to Toledo this week. I know, but that game Holy was neutral, Toledo. right? Was that game neutral? No, it wasn't. Was that Florida State? No. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, Florida State. Florida yeah. State, Notre Dame. Yeah, I think it was at Florida State. Yeah. So I remember them spiking the. Mm-hmm. Spiking the field. So, um, okay. That- yeah, everybody else we played looked good. I mean, NC State. Uh, they're the only team I think that really, other than us, lost in the ACC and in uh, Florida State. Syracuse has got a lot of work three, to so. do. Syracuse yeah. got they well. Got NC to... State did lose two starting defensive players for the season against Mississippi State. Mm, so that's brutal. Yeah, something to look at. They had a chance to win that game, Mississippi State. That's just the SEC defense, the SEC line. So how about uh, them Raiders? Way, how about them Raiders? the Raiders, bro? How about the Raiders? I was asleep and you guys were losing. I woke up, you guys won an overtime. Uh, you got to be kidding me! Was... And Darren Waller won my won me my fantasy league. I, I bet he against, did. I was going against Lamar Jackson. Oof! Were you? Well, he had two fumbles. Yeah, so I was up. Well, I lost, was up thirteen. Lost I was up two 13 fumbles or fourteen going into the the matchup. So yeah, I had a little bit of a buffer, but. Uh, Gosh, he's dangerous too, man. Lamar Jackson. Well, it got within like five, and then he tried to make that one-handed little grab that he dropped, and he dropped like two in a row there in the end of the second quarter. I'm like, bro, you better tighten up. Yeah, that guy's a beast. Oh, absolutely. You guys look good, man. They did look, look good. good. You know the um, I don't that was know. First time to fans in that stadium too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was packed. I mean, in they uh, the defense really held it together which is oh defensive line bro yeah which is what was i was worried about so they did a good job lamar jackson's going to get away a couple times it's gonna happen oh he's definitely going to but your defensive line pretty much held him in check and kind of just controlled him when you play him you want to make him throw and yeah he'll make his throws but he'll make his mistakes too 
you know, you don't want them to run. We've learned that as Syracuse fans. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hurdling dudes and whatnot down to goal line. Yeah. 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 They still, they're talking about making that a statue at Louisville. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, <laughs> but it was a pretty awesome play. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty embarrassing, too. But, well, you know, we have ours. Both, we both have things ours. can be true. You know, the dungy knee to the chest against Miami. Yeah, well, we got a couple. That yeah. would probably be mine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. We really do. If you're still listening, Absolutely. if we, if you're still listening, you're the hardcore of the hardcore and we love you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, get the best stuff at the end. Yep. Let's turn out if we can at the dome folks. That would be awesome. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to see what happens in the quarterback situation for Joe. I'm sure we're out. Peace. Heard beacon skiffs got a busy schedule. Oh shit. <laughs> reservations made hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Got your happy price, price line.